wanted to compliment my audience here on this podcast and of course welcome from ctn and ctn fort myers i appreciate everybody being on the other night facebook was messing with us and everybody migrated over to uh, tomlipley.com lots of people were over there lots of people migrated over to rumble so make sure you have access to tomlipley.com we're also going to be introducing a new streaming platform that we will have available very soon it's actually running tonight we're testing it so we'll be announcing that with its name coming up soon we're trying to get as independent as we possibly can from the tech tyrants and the tech tyrants being facebook youtube and twitter of course we're not on twitter we're banned from youtube can't get on twitter they won't let us but anyway so i just really really appreciate everybody migrating over all right let's hop right to this tonight only got 55 minutes worth of fury here so here we go jewish deplorable tweet 218 Democrats voted to legalize all abortion, even up to the ninth month, in the ninth month, up to the moment of birth in all 50 states, 218 Democrats. Here's a video from Nancy Pelosi speaking about it. It's from the Hill. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, many of us have waited a long time to be able to pass Roe v. Wade into law of the land. As you know, what it is, this was passed in the Supreme Court, but now they've officially made it law of the land. Allegedly, it's not through the Senate yet. Play it for me. Hello, everyone. Isn't this a... In some ways, this is a great day for the women and indeed all of the families of America. In another way, it's sad that it is so necessary because of actions of that Supreme Court supporting legislation that is shameful in every way to our country and what we are about. So there you go, there's Nancy. Look how happy she is that she gets to murder one to two million babies per year do you see how sick and demonic you have to be and always remember the people that are pushing masks the people that are pushing lockdowns the people that are pushing vaccinations are the very same people that butcher babies in the womb up to 60 million per year worldwide and then call themselves lifesavers just to make sure we put this in the proper perspective this is a youtube video it's called pregnancy and development of a baby in the womb hd 2014 here's who they're murdering i repeat who here is who they are murdering play it for me single baby in that video is eligible to be pulled 
piece by bloody piece out of a woman's womb up until the moment of birth because of the Democratic Party. And let me just reiterate this to you. For all of you COVID caving Christians and all of you COVID caving pastors and all of you COVID caving Christians who are lining up for your vaccines and compliantly strap masks on your face and close down your businesses and social distance, The very people that are putting out those dictates are the very people that call themselves lifesavers that are responsible for one to two million abortions per year in the United States and 60 million worldwide and then call themselves purveyors of life. We're just trying to save lives. Just think about that. Allegedly, according to the World Health Organization and the United Nations, three to four million people have died of COVID-19 worldwide, worldwide. And that's over an 18 to 19 month period. How many babies have been killed in that exact same period of time? 90 million 90 million. There's no more important argument on the planet than the butchering of the unborn. Pastors, if you don't preach it from your pulpits, you are a purveyor of heresy and cowardice. You need to be preaching it from your pulpits everywhere, every Sunday. Here's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is right where Nancy Pelosi's on her little bully pulpit right there, exalting with great glee about murdering people, about butchering the unborn. And here's Marjorie Taylor Greene walking up to them. Play it for me. back to me so there's just one lie after another with the democrats and what their biggest lie is that a human being inside of a womb is not a human being you just saw the pictures what on earth is it a fish it's a human being inside the womb so there's lie number one i wrote a nice long list of lies you got the collusion lie the impeachment lie one the impeachment lie two russian bounties on american soldiers bold-faced lie charlottesville where they said that trump said that there was good people on both sides that didn't happen jesse smollett lie bubba wallace lie trump called dead soldiers losers that's a lie Border Patrol whipping illegals. That's a lie. And then we have the insurrection. Let me go over a couple of quick things with the insurrection for you. Here's a little video that I played last night. I want you to see it again. It only takes a couple seconds. The, how the media portrayed it versus how the insurrection truly was. Play it for me. look like does that look like an insurrection to you absolutely not and you know how the insurrection actually started 
Here's how the insurre- the quote unquote insurrection, which let me reiterate once again, not one single human being, male or female, has been charged with insurrection yet. Not one. But all you ever hear from the Democratic Party, which are absolute liars at all times, they are of right out of John chapter 8, verses 44 and 45, which I say every single podcast, on purpose, is they are of their father, the devil. They want to do the devil's will, a liar from the beginning who could not hold to the truth, whose native language is lying, and who's, who is the father of all lies. So here's how the insurrection, the quote-unquote insurrection actually started are you ready play it for me there it is now i want to just say where have you ever i said this on thursday just reiterate this again where have you ever seen any trump supporters in all black this is where the break-in began right there freeze it for me just roll it back to the beginning guys so there you go now where do you see anybody that looks like anybody that has ever gone to a maga rally I've never seen anybody in all black tactical gear, blackout gear at a MAGA rally. Just play it for me. Can you guys play it? There you go. So there you go. Does that look like people that are Trump supporters? Uh, I don't think so. So here's the next thing. Five times August. You got to see this video if you haven't seen it already. Play it for me. can and just mute it so there you go you have a MAGA wearing Trump MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter walking up to the wonderful Capitol Police another form of Gestapo in the United States and believe me you might be thinking Tom are you anti-police I was the police 1992 to 2017 Sarasota County Sheriff's Office deputy for 25 straight years so here you have him reporting to the Capitol Police you know what We've got ourselves a problem here. People are breaking into the Capitol. Look at them move. Look at them rush into action. Look at them call for backup. Did that happen? Absolutely not. Here's a fun little picture that I pulled off of Twitter. There you go. Just put it up there for me. Come on. Give us an insurrection. No, there, at, there was no insurrection. Let's go deep into this. BDW tweet. In other words, the FBI may have incited the January 6th riot from the New York Times. As the Proud Boys marched to the Capitol on January 6th, a member of the far-right group Proud Boys was texting real-time updates to who? I wonder who it could be once again. The brown shirts for the Democratic Party who incite people to commit crimes and then arrest them for the crimes they incited them to commit. He has them texting in real-time updates to his FBI handler and how much you want to bet that this guy is an unindicted co-conspirator and is probably one of the ones who actually incited this very thing to happen and committed numerous crimes the informer gave the bureau an inside view that day according to confidential records obtained by the new york times i wonder why the new york times is able to obtain confidential records when the fbi and the doj refuses to to release fourteen thousand hours worth of video surveillance footage to any Anybody, including people's own defense attorneys think about that 
You have the FBI right there getting live updates from an alleged perpetrator and they do nothing. And remember, there's 20 or 21 unindicted co-conspirators that the FBI, that are leaders in this quote-unquote insurrection that the FBI won't touch. Could it be that it was another Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case where you have 12 out of the 18 co-conspirators in that case were all FBI employees or informants? 12 out of the 18 people. People. Again, you have the FBI. It's a Ruby Ridge situation where they incited somebody to, to buy a sawed-off shotgun. Remember how that worked? Sawed-off shotgun. They actually incited the guy to do it, and then he does it, and then the FBI goes and swarms his house, kills his son, kills his wife, and then paid out millions of dollars to him. All right, Sean Davis tweet from The View. I absolutely, this might be story of the night. You have to love this one. From The View. Uh, the host spread COVID while, while complaining. All they do is complain about this being a pandemic of the unvaccinated, right? Well, is that really what happened? Well, here's a great video from the Jewish deplorable breaking fully vaccinated Sonny Hostin and Anna Navarro have tested positive for COVID. Everybody is fully vaxxed, but these two test positive for COVID. They seem to find out right before they introduced Kamala Harris to come on stage. Play the video for me. Two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Anna and and uh, and, and we're going to bring Sunny you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll t- tell you why in a couple of minutes. So shall I introduce the vice president? Yes. Okay. So vice president. No. No. Nope. Okay. Shall we dance? Let's do a tap dance. Let's do a tap dance. <laughs> This is going to be a major news story any minute now. Yeah. What happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case and they'll be okay, I'm sure, because they're both vaccinated up the wazoo. You know, a lot yeah. of vaccines. Oh, so what good does the vaccine do? Explain, please somebody explain to me because they've been advocating it now for months. Calling, calling this a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Two now, two out of 50% of those on the stage. So they might be spreading it to one another. So what's the point? And for all of those goofballs out there that say, well, the point is, is that the vaccine prevents, prevents death or hospitalizations are not reading, are actually not studying to show themselves approved. Because 95% of the hospitalizations, the severe hospitalizations in Israel are double jab, fully vaxxed people, just like Sonny Hostin and what's her name, Anna Navarro. 95% of their severe infections inside of Israel, 64% of the deaths in the UK since January are fully vaxxed people. Most, the, most 60 some odd percent of the deaths in Scotland are fully vaxxed people. This is going to come out in the United States. Right now it is being suppressed, of course. You'll have the doctors come out in their surgical masks saying, oh, we're being overrun. Our emergency rooms are being overrun. It's all the unvaccinated. It's not true, I'm telling you. Do these people ever tell you the truth? Remember, I mean, think about the lies from day one. It couldn't be a lab leak. It couldn't have been a man-made virus that escaped from a lab. Remember, they lied about that. Fauci said that if we get 50% of the population vaccinated, we'll have no more outbreaks. It's been exactly the opposite. We have more cases this August than last August, and 60% of our population allegedly is vaxxed. 60 to 70% even, they're alleging 78% of adults are vaccinated. And we have the biggest outbreak of COVID in our history right now. Right now, this, this month, September, it's 60 some odd percent higher than last September. 
Think about that. All right, so here's here now this woman here, Dr. Leanna Wen. Keep in mind who she is. She's a Washington Post columnist, former board member for Planned Parenthood. So she loves to lie and kill people. Now, lying and killing people has her has, those two traits she has in common with who? With Satan himself. Again, right out of John chapter 8, verses 44 and 45. You you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out his desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of all lies. That's who these people are. Notice they have that in common. They spew one lie after another, and they all love to kill people. Look at it. You couldn't get any more happy baby butchers than the four hosts of The View, who allegedly are now trying to save lives through their vaccines when they're directly responsible for 60 million deaths per year, but they're trying to allegedly save three or four million people from a COVID death. And while they do that, their lockdowns cause the first world to no longer produce anything. Therefore, we've had 300 million starvation deaths in the third world in the last 18 months. It's actually in the last, and it's not even up to 18 months because that's a May figure from the UN. The COVID response, all of you that think you're loving, by strapping lies on your face, which by the way, is the rosary beads for a branch COVIDian and the baptism is your vaccine. And you love as, as born again, believers to call yourselves loving your neighbor as yourself trying to keep, I see evangelicals putting this stuff out all the time that you love that. No, you can't love people by lying. Love rejoices in the truth. Love. Read, you ever read your Bible? First Corinthians chapter 13, four through eight. So you're not loving anybody. When you lock down your church, the first world shuts down and starves the third world to death. Three, as of May of 2021, 300 million people, primarily children, have starved to death worldwide because of your, not mine, your lockdowns. Keep that in mind, lifesaver, lover of life, lover of humanity. So hear this from, this is a Clown World Today video, and this is Dr. Leanna Wen. Now listen to the lies. Play it for me. Those who are vaccinated, we now know, based on the CDC, they are now able, We, but with the Delta variant, because they carry so much more virus, they could transmit it to their unvaccinated family members. And so I, for example, even though I'm fully vaccinated, my children are not because they're too young to be vaccinated. So I need to be now careful for my children because of all the unvaccinated people so she has to, did you hear what she just said? She actually just admitted things that were actually true. She says that she has to be vaccinated. She, I mean, she has to be careful around her unvaccinated kids. Why would that? I thought this, wait a minute, wait a minute, Dr. Leanna Wen, notorious baby butcherer, former board member of Planned Parenthood, loves to murder kids. Now, why is it, first of all, I'd like to just ask, why are his, her kids' lives so important and the other 60 million that she's responsible for killing every year, half of them male, half of them female, why are they unimportant? But that's beside the point, I digress. So here's the, did you hear what she just said? She, because she's vaccinated, she's carrying 250 times, she didn't use the 250 times uh, number, but I know that it's true. She's carrying 250 times the viral load of the unvaccinated. She has to be careful around the unvaccinated because she's the one with the heavy viral load. Did everybody catch that? So she actually ended up telling the truth in the midst of propagating a lie. 
She's lying and saying everybody needs, why? Why? So her kids can then care, have 250 times the viral load so they can just spread COVID back and forth to one another? How did Sonny Hostin and Anna Navarro on The View catch, catch uh, COVID when they're fully vaccinated, sitting next to other fully vaccinated people? Why? Because they're all carrying a viral load 250 times more than the unvaccinated. There's virus all over the place. And they're saying, and, and, and all of the countries right now that are heavily, heavily vaccinated, whether it's Israel, whether it's Iceland, whether it's England, whether it's the United States, the cases are through the roof. Why? Because of the vaccinated walking around. Everybody uses the word shedding, and that sounds so conspiratorial. It's not conspiratorial. It's simply this. They're spreading the virus because they're carrying around a viral load that's 250 times that of the unvaccinated. And you will see the stats have already come out. People, everybody, The majority of people dying in Israel of COVID-19 are fully vaxxed. What happens when you vaccinate yourself? What happens? You kill off your immune, you kill off your immune system. It's called an antibody enhancement syndrome. And you call and you have capillary blood clotting from S spike proteins. You will see it. So people will get sicker from COVID because the vaccine that they take cannot adjust to an that's what happens with antibody enhancement syndrome. Because the vaccine cannot adjust to an ever mutating virus. It actually turns your antibodies into an usher for the virus, sending it throughout your body and causing it to multiply. All right, here's an IM tweet. Cases in Alaska are the highest they've ever been and the highest in the United States. They reached 50% of 18 plus fully vaccinated by May 20th. So all of their adults, for all intents and purposes, by now, basically, statistically speaking, probably 80 to 90% of their adults now are fully vaccinated. Keep that in mind. A few weeks before, Fauci said with 50% of adults vaccinated, you wouldn't see surges. So they met that goal back in May. So let's look where Alaska is. Let's look how great this vaccination is, because this goes up to September 10th. You see it right there. You just look at the timeline. So you got... 50% of, adult, of adults vaccinated May 20th of this year, right? There you go. With 50% of adults vaccinated, you won't see surges like in the past. That's what Fauci says, right? So here we go. Launching from June 3rd. There you go. Look at where Alaska is now. So tell me how these vaccinations are working. And I know that everybody will say, and listen, I'm hearing conservatives. I'm hearing evangelicals. I'm hearing everybody say, you know what, the the governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchison, can't stand the guy. He's just another spineless rhino worm pushing people to get the double death poke. No, thank you. For what? For this? Look at this. Why would you get it? And then why would you ever get a vaccination when the vaccinated are telling you to get vaccinated to protect them? Think about, think about the logic behind that. The vaccinated are telling you to get vaccinated to protect them. Why would I take the vaccination that's not protecting you to the extent that you feel like everybody else needs to be vaccinated to protect you? Why would I take that thing? All right, Aaron Ginn tweet. Norway and Sweden. We should be on Norway and Sweden. Oh, Ezra Levant, my bad. I'm always, I'm always the wrong one. I flipped the pages too fast. They're actually shutting down beds. Here's the thing. I want you to see the COVID lies. 
Ezra Levant, they're actually, he's answering this question down, but I'll read the question first. Why does Alberta have so few ICU beds? You hear that all the time in the media, right? The ICUs are overrun. How many times have you heard that? Well, here's the answer. Ezra Levant answers. They're actually shutting down beds, JJ. They closed 25% of them this summer when they needed to gin up a crisis to justify their vaccine passport. So all you got to do, if you want to fill up a hospital, which, by the way, is the testimony of most doctors and nurses right now, they say that our hospitals are overrun. They're not overrun because all the beds are filled. They're overrun because of all the previous layoffs of doctors, nurses, and hospital staff. So they're actually overrun because of a lack of staffing, not a lack of beds. That's the facts proven right here from Ezra, Ezra Levant. All right, let's go to Aaron Ginn. Norway and Sweden, I have the, I love this, have laws, and this is what every every conservative governor in the country needs to do the following. Norway and Sweden have laws that prevent employers or the state to force vaccination because of the individual right not to be subjected to bodily intrusion. Wouldn't that be nice for us? That's exactly how it is. And by the way, that's the rules coming out of Nuremberg. You're there. Nobody is allowed to force you to take a vaccination. That was settled law, 1948, Nuremberg on the Nuremberg Articles. That is exactly that is settled worldwide law. But we see everybody caving into it. Not everybody. Listen, that right there, that's Norway, Sweden. I believe Denmark's doing the same thing. We need to go state by state here. You already got DeSantis standing up and Greg Abbott standing up. Numerous other states are standing up, but you have to make it law. Christy Nome needs to wake up in South Dakota. Make this law where they cannot force anybody in your state, whether it's for employment or any other reason, to take a vaccination. Whether it's experimental or not, period. No vaccination. Uh, no vaccination mandates whatsoever. No vaccination passports whatsoever. So let's break into COVID a little bit here. May have sound like I was already talking about COVID, but we were focusing on vaccinations. This is from the peasant journalist, a peasant journalist video. People will give up. Now, I want, let me set this up for you. This is the 2018 World Economic Forum, the WEF, the Klaus Schwab. By the way, this is the power behind the scenes if you don't already know it if you don't know who klaus schwab is you need to find out you need to pull up the great reset you need to pull up the world economic forum whatever it is pull those things up and research it for yourself who's sitting at this forum oh hollywood joe biden john Kerry, donald trump has spoken at this all world leaders huge companies angela merkel Emmanuel Macron, Boris Johnson, Scott Morrison, Justin Trudeau are all, listen, they are all involved with the World Economic Forum. This is all, please read your Bible. This is all about the new world order. This is all about Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18, that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. This is what it's all about. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a, of a man, and that number is 666. That's what this is about, folks. This has never been about your health from day one. This is about controlling you, separating you, and marking you. Play the video for me. Maybe the most important exchange in this respect will be in healthcare. The big battle over what we today call privacy 
will be between privacy and health. Do you give access to what is happening inside your body and brain in exchange for far better healthcare? And my guess is that health will win, hands down. People will give up their privacy in exchange for healthcare, and maybe in many places they won't have a choice. I mean, they won't even get insurance if they are unwilling to give access to what is happening inside their bodies. Right. Hmm, very strange, right? I mean, very strange what he's predicting right here. Health over privacy, and many people have no choice. Oh, well, that certainly panned out well. That was at the World Economic Forum in 2018. You had Event 201 take place in October of 2019, and Event 201, where they're wargaming, they're wargaming the outbreak of what? Uh, uh, strange that they picked this out of thin air, a coronavirus, right? Event 201. And event 201 was put on by who? Bill and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right? And lo and behold, all this has come out where this man is predicting that people will take health over privacy. Strange how that works. And in many places, they will have no choice. They'll have no choice. That's already begun. We need, listen, and I don't want this to be a bad news podcast because it's not this is just for information i'm putting this out there for you to light a fire under your rear end if you're if you are a christian and you are a covid caver just admit it say you know what i'm a covid caver i'm stopping today i'm repenting in jesus name i'm pulling the mask off my face i'm not going back to my covid caving church make sure you don't because COVID caving churches that simply reopen, then they close again, then they reopen, then they close again. And even if they didn't close again, if the pastor has never repented of closing in the first place, that church is not right with God. They need to repent of turning their backs on the word of God, where the word of God says he took up our infirmities and carried our diseases, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Uh, whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loose. Matthew 16, 19, Psalm 103, 3, Matthew 8, 8, 17. Those are all those verses. They turn their back on it and close their church for a 99.9% survival virus. Don't go back there. Drive, make the drive. If it's an hour away, it's an hour away. If it's two hours away, it's two hours away. If I didn't pastor my own church, I would be driving up, it's about 70 minutes from where I'm standing right now, an hour and 10 minutes. I would be driving up every Sunday, twice a day, to Rodney Howard Brown's church at the River Church in Tampa because he never closed and actually took an arrest, got arrested for keeping his church open. And then two days later, one or two days later, Ron DeSantis deemed churches to be essential because Rodney Howard Brown paid the price. All right, here's another one from Peasant Journalist. Also present, Stephen C. Red, former director of the Office of Public Health for the CDC. Play it for me. And I think with the social media platforms, there's an opportunity to understand um, who it is that's susceptible in what form to misinformation. So I think there's an opportunity to collect data from, the, from, from that uh, communication um, mechanism. The second thing is, with that um, ability, we can identify false information more quickly. We are actually uh, receiving reports about um, people trying treatments that are uh, purported to be effective but are actually harmful. And the quicker we, that's recognized and can be, be countered, the, the fewer people will fall susceptible to those things. Okay, thanks, Brad. Yeah, I don't want to be repetitive. I agree with almost everything. 
Funny how all that worked out, right? Here they are talking about disinformation and misinformation and talking about putting out treatments that they deem. Now, that was event 201. That's, that occurred in October of 2019. COVID was announced in December of 2019. But Bill and Melinda Gates somehow or another put together a wargaming scenario conference with every major player on the planet. Every major pharmaceutical company on the planet, all at Event 201. And look what they were just talking about. The people are out there advocating for treatments that are actually don't work. Well, that sounds like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. It's as, if, it's as if they planned it in advance. It's just like the election integrity project that was put together by a whole bunch of Democrats that ended up happening exactly as they planned it, where they said, deny, 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 don't ever, don't ever... Uh, Say that Trump was elected. Just keep saying that he wasn't. Don't ever concede the election. And then we'll end up with the most votes Votes in the end. Strange how that all worked. And they shut down the election in the middle of the night for the first time in my 53 years on this earth. I've ever seen that happen. Shut down the election in the middle of the night. Shut down counting in the middle of the night. It's funny how they're out in front of all these things, isn't it? Kind of funny. That was event 201. Here's peasant journalist again. Will the future be human. This is got that was what we just played a minute a second ago was event 201. Now we're going back to the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum in 2018. Play it for me. So I want to talk to you today about the future of our species and really the future of life. We are probably one of the last generations of Homo sapiens. Within a century or two, Earth will be dominated by entities that are more different from us than we are different from Neanderthals or from chimpanzees. Because in the coming generations, we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. These will be the main products of the economy, of the 21st century economy. Not textiles and vehicles and weapons, but bodies and brains and minds. See, now, now you know why these people don't care about human life. They're, they're what you call transhumanist. And these are the people that are going to set up. The COVID was simply a greasing of the skids for what is coming next, which will be climate lockdowns. If you actually go to the Great Resets, which is the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the CCP, all of them, International Monetary Fund, all of the Deutsche Bank, all those. If you actually go to their website, they rejoice at what has happened with these lockdowns. They actually say this was a once in a lifetime opportunity to usher in a great reset because they show, there it is right there. They show that how great lockdowns are. They actually put out statistics. I'll have to break out a couple great reset videos again and play them for you. How they exalted how great these lockdowns were to, to limit emissions on the planet they're all thrilled about look at how we lowered emissions everything was closed down so it's the lowest uh, carbon emissions in who knows how long they love to rejoice in that so that's what this is really about it is a test run to see who's willing to mask oh they're willing to mask let's see if we can get them to double mask oh they're willing to double mask let's see if we can get them to wear a spit shield you know what let's see if we can get them to take an experimental vaccine let's see what we can get all of these simpletons to do don't let it be you don't be one of them a simple believeth every word but the righteous man looketh well to his going proverbs chapter 14 verse 15 all right the election wizard tweet 
China carrying out Nazi-style experiments. Strange, there we are. We're talking about the World Economic Forum. You know who loves the World Economic Forum? And you know who the World Economic Forum loves? They love China. The World Economic Forum loves China. China loves the World Economic Forum. Look what it says here. China carrying out Nazi-style experiments. You got this guy a second ago telling us that we're going to be the last generation of Homo sapiens. So now you got China carrying out Nazi-style experiments on Muslims. Now this is from The Sun. This is a reputable news organization on Muslims with organs cut out and mystery injections, chilling report claims. Look at, look at where we're at in our world right now. And again, the World Economic Forum loves China, and China loves the World Economic Forum. That's where we're at. Speaking of that, here's Jill Biden. As we recover from this pandemic, we owe it to ourselves to reimagine how we look at education, how we look at taking care of our families, how we look at the inequities that have plagued our country for generations. We owe it to ourselves to build back better than before. So there you are. The build back better was not Joe Biden's thing. That came from the World Economic Forum. That's been going on for a long, long time around the globe. The world, Build Back Better was not his. Now, here's a very interesting video. This is from, this is Hillary Clinton. And she's walking into, what is it, uh, Queen's University. This is in Ireland. She's actually walking into here, and she's being booed. Now, look at the world, the weird world that we live in. We need to be starting to think about the elites on the planet. We need to ask ourselves, why are they so important and why are we not important? Do you ever ask yourself that? I mean, ask yourself this question. What does an elite do for me and what do I do for an elite? Do you ever ask yourself that? I mean, because we seem to, and when I say we, I don't necessarily mean this audience because this audience is, you know, I'm speaking to the, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, but we need to ask ourselves, why do I do what I'm told from an elite? They tell me to vax, I vax. They tell me to mask, I mask. They tell me to lock down, I lock down. We need to ask ourselves, why do I do that? This is Scott Gottlieb. Now, Scott Gottlieb, you'll see all over MSNBC and probably other numerous and numerous other liberal you know, news sites. Scott Gottlieb is considered to be like an expert in COVID. Scott Gottlieb is on the board of Pfizer. Always keep that in mind. He's on the board of Pfizer. Scott Gottlieb. Now, remember, we've all been living by these rules. Remember, they told you that it didn't come out of the Wuhan lab, that it was not a man-made virus. And we all know now that it is. Scott Gottlieb, the former commissioner of the FDA, admitted, former commissioner of the FDA, admitted that the six-foot social distancing rule was arbitrary in and of itself and that nobody knows where it came from. So everybody's been yelling at each other, going to war for the last, I don't mean that literally, figuratively, but even at times physically going to war over a six foot rule that nobody has any idea where it came from, says the former, what's his title? Former commissioner of the FDA. We just pulled it basically out of thin air. That's what he's saying. So every, why are you masking from these people? Again, from the elites, they tell you to mask. What for? What's the science behind it? The same science as six feet. There is no science behind it. So why would you ever listen to one of these people? 
Don't listen to them ever. All right, here we go. Evidence science data tweet. New York Times article claims 30,000. I'm putting this out there because I want you to see how they lie to you. When they tell you that emergency rooms are being overrun, do you inherently believe them? When they tell you that there's this giant spike in cases, do you believe it? Are they cases or positive tests? So you have the New York Times article claims nearly 30,000 hospitalized kids in August. In August, last month. However, presented evidence is through a hyperlink to another New York Times article from August 27th and updated August 30th, which does not mention this number of nearly 30,000. Does at, Por- at Porva, New York, New York, uh, NYC have any other supporting evidence for her claim? The actual number, I have it written here, the actual number was somewhere around 10,000. So they, they will sit there and lie to you over and over and over again. They have no numbers, but it doesn't really matter to them because it's never been about your health. It's never been about integrity. It's never been about saving anybody's life. It's been about separating you, marking you, and controlling you from day one. Christian, why would you ever cooperate with that garbage? All right, Aaron Ginn tweet. This is, I, love, I just love the, love the title with the pick. This is all for COVID? Now, just so you know, the answer is yes. That's what they'll tell you. This is all for COVID. I like how Aaron Ginn puts it at the end. Don't be so naive. This is, really, this is all for COVID? This is all for a 99.9% survival virus? Play the quick video for me. I mean, look at, look at the response here. This is for a 99.9% survival virus. You have people out protesting. Right? There are people that are out protesting, and this is how you're responding. To prevent what exactly? If you catch COVID, you have a 0.1% chance of dying of it, or less than that if you're under the age of 50. So why on earth would you have this response? Think about it. It has to be about something more than a virus. It has to be. Could it be that Scott Morrison loves, that's the, that's the prime minister, of Australia, could it be that he loves the World Economic Forum? Could it be that he's lock and step with Belt and Road, the Belt and Road Project, out of the CCP? Could it be that all of this is about what the world, about the World Economic Forum and the New World Order, seeing who they can actually control? Could that be it? Is this certainly? Is this ever? Let me just ask you this: Does this look like any response to any sickness you've ever seen before? Not for me. Now, I've never seen anything like it. All right, Aaron Ginn video. This is, this is titled, What the Australian Police Do If You Travel Outside of Your Five-Kilometer COVID Perimeter. Play it for me. I'll just, we're we're, we're uh, keeping out the audio because there's a lot of cuss words in there. So here you go. This guy, he traveled outside. He's only allowed to be five kilometers from his house. Well, that's not allowed because if he, if he travels, you know, again, what does five kilometers mean? What, what does five kilometers mean? Does that mean, is that about as valid as Scott Gottlieb's six foot rule? Five kilometers does what? How, how does COVID stop at five kilometers? So how is this about a disease? He's traveled five kilometers outside. I mean, you're only allowed five kilometers from your house or two kilometers. He went outside of it and this is how he gets treated by the police. And let me just say this again. I've said it a million times since we started this podcast. I was a cop myself, 1992 to 2017, and I am absolutely ashamed of law enforcement behaving 
this way. I mean, what are you thinking? Here's another video. I've got this all under my subtitle of COVID Aussie. Can you roll that back to the very beginning? It should be, is that the very beginning of it? Okay. There's another video where they're actually storming out of their vehicle. Roll back to the beginning of this one because it does catch all the good stuff. The stuff that I want people to see. Look at what's happening. You see the guy in the back? He's actually already submitted with his hands behind his back. Look at him. Kick to the head, knee to the back, jab to the back. And look at these people. I mean, who do these cops think they are? This is all for what? Think about what this is for. Not wearing a mask, being too far from your home. I mean, all of those, all of, maybe there's a few people that are watching right now that you're okay with masking. You're okay with locking down your churches. How is this sitting with you now? Look at where our world is at. When you abide in lies, this is where the world will go. And by the way, it will go there in a hurry and it has australia is really already gone here's another video for you i just i can't get enough of australia and this one here is uh watch the video uh oh this is the next one i'm off i'm off track again it's me every time the australian police terrorizing an elderly couple on a bench because why because they're not wearing a mask look at the guy rewind it for me guys real quick watch the guy watch the cop tear the phone out of the man's hands because he's filming them. Watch. He's just simply he's filming them. And who gives this who gives this cop the right to do? Look at that. Boom. Who See, here's the problem. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. When you can just make up rules. Like put a mask on. Well, why wear a mask? The average size of a covid particle is 0.06 to 0.14 microns. An N95 mask starts at blocking particles at 0.3 so what's the point you strap on a mask for what reason to get people to, just to see if you can get people to comply that's it let's go to the next one real rushkin video the end of the north court uh coat plaza standoff between police and protesters raw footage highlights here it is i mean look at look at again what is this for i mean is this is are we at war and if we are at war what are we at war against I mean, look at, I mean, look at where our world has gone. I, I mean, it's hard to even come up with verbiage for this. Look at where our world has gone in 18 months. Australia did not look like this 18 months ago. They didn't look anything like this. And look at where we are at now. This is what happens. See, the church is supposed to stand. A shining, you can go side by side. Look at where Australia's at. I'll just keep playing footage from them. Look at this. This is because this girl wasn't wearing a mask. We're supposed to be a city on a hill. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do you light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. And look at where we are at Now, Australia, which has many evangelical churches, is gone, is gone. And why? And I'm going to close out with the last five or six minutes here with some border stuff. The reason why we have Joe Biden as president, the reason why we have an open southern border is because of a fraudulent election. 
We had an election that they, they said that, you know, nobody can go vote in person because we have this black plague that's killing everybody. It's a 99.9% survival virus. So now we have Joe Biden in charge and he has left our entire Southern border open. And here's the, here's, here's the root cause behind it all. This is his ideology. Play the first video for me. As vice president in an administration that deported 3 million people, the most ever in U.S. history. Did you do anything to prevent those deportations? I mean, you've been asked this question before and refused to answer, so let me try once again. Are you prepared to say tonight that you and President Obama made a mistake about deportations? Why should Latinos trust you? What Latinos should look at is comparing this president to the president we have is outrageous. Number one, we didn't lock people up in cages. We didn't separate families. We didn't do all of those things. Number one. Number two, number two, by the time this is the president who came along with the DACA program. No one had ever done that before. This is the president who sent a le legislation to the desk saying he wants to find a pathway for the 11 million undocumented in the United States of America. This is the president who's done a great deal. So I'm proud to have served with him. What I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve right, to me. So there's Biden's, there's Biden's plan. Surge the border, right? That's his plan from day one. So what is, what's the underlying plan behind surging the border? Tucker lays it out for us. Play it for me. An unrelenting stream of immigration. But why? Well, Joe Biden just said it to change the racial mix of the country. That's the reason, to reduce the political power of people whose ancestors lived here and dramatically increase the proportion of Americans newly arrived from the third world. And then Biden went further. He said that non-white DNA is the, quote, source of our strength. Imagine saying that. This is the language of eugenics. It's horrifying. But there's a reason Biden said it. In political terms, this policy is called the Great Replacement, the replacement of legacy Americans with more obedient people from faraway countries. They brag about it all the time. But if you dare to say it's happening, they will scream at you with maximum hysteria. And here you have Joe Biden confirming his motive on tape with a smile on his face. So does Joe Biden actually say, you know, non-white DNA is the source of our strength? Play it for me. An unrelenting stream of immigration non-stop non-stop folks like me who were caucasian of european descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the united states of america absolute minority fewer than 50 percent of the people in america from then and on will be white european stock that's not a bad thing that's a that's a source of our strength so the source of our strength is less white people. That's just racism. And sitting right next to him is the current DHS secretary, Mayorkas, by the way. I'm going to squeeze in as much of this as I can. This is Ron Johnson demanding answers from Secretary Mayorkas. Play for me. Senator Johnson. Secretary Mayorkas, I'm uh, putting a chart that I've been keeping on uh, apprehension the southwest border. Uh, just to give you some quick numbers here. Uh, to date... This calendar year, uh, there have been almost 1.3 million apprehensions. Um, we are averaging the last two months 67 to 6,800 people per day 
That's a large caravan per day being apprehended by Border Patrol. Uh, eight to 1,100 known gotaways, which would equate some, somewhere over 300,000 gotaways, known gotaways for, for the year. Uh, if you annualize these figures, been a couple hundred thousand people per month, uh, we'll be up to about 2.1 million apprehensions. Add the, get, the getaways, three to 400,000, we're up to two, two and a half million people. Um, you have repeatedly stated that our borders are not open, that they're closed. Do you honestly believe that our borders are closed? Um, Senator, uh, I do. And um, let, me, um, uh, let me speak uh, to that. We have no, no, l l let me ask you a couple questions here. Um, we this committee received, it was dated September 11th, but apparently this letter was not received till Thursday. I didn't find out about it till yesterday. I, I released it to the public immediately. By recently retired U.S. Border Patrol Chief Rodney Scott. Uh, in this letter, former Chief Scott states, he is sickened by the avoidable and rapid disintegration of what was arguably the most effective border security in our nation's history. And of course, the chart shows it. Uh, we'd pretty well secured the border. We'd stopped the flow of unaccompanied children. We'd stopped the flow of family units because of the migrant protection protocols, the agreements that uh, President Trump put in place, the, the building of the wall. We were serious about border security until your administration took office. You stood before this committee and said that you would enforce the laws. You have not done that. Let me go. The war is not over, folks. You need to stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. Stand firm in Jesus' name. Love you all.